Flag TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo. Just wanted to make sure the volume was up all the way. And it's great to be with you. So the title of this message that the Lord put on my heart is about running your own race. This is so important because there's so much comparison in the world and not only in the world, but even within the body of Christ. I see you guys jumping on. So welcome, welcome. Can't wait to go back and look at all the comments later. But anyway, I want to start um, start this broadcast broadcast with a scripture tonight. So we're talking about running your own race, and that's going to look different for everyone. But overall, the gist of it is loving God, loving people, and you'll do well. So First Corinthians nine twenty four to twenty six says this. I do all this for the sake of the gospel, so that I might share in its blessings. Do you not know that in a race, it says, do not race all runners run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way as to take the prize. Everyone who competes in the games trains with strict discipline. They do it for a crown that's perishable. But we do it for a crown that is imperishable. Isn't that awesome? Mm. Therefore, I do not run aimlessly. I do not fight like I'm beating the air. In other words, he's saying what he does, he does with purpose because it's his assignment from the Lord. Your race is your purpose. It's what you've been assigned to do. And then in verse 27, he says, I discipline my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Mm. You know what? I have to give you the word of God because it's God's word that brings transformation, not my word, right? And so we're talking about running your own race tonight. This is so important. Philippians 3, 12 to 14 he says, this is Paul speaking, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already been perfected, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold for me or took hold of me. You know what? We're pressing on to run the race to obtain everything that Christ died for us to have. And what does that look like? It means loving God, loving people. We are to help others. We are to be on purpose. And well, my calling I know is to help people, to help you to live victoriously. And that's in every area, right? But you have to work out your own salvation. I have to work out my own salvation. And in salvation is, is, is healing. It's everything. Everything is wrapped up in the word salvation. And Jesus is our salvation. Okay. So he says, brothers, I do not consider myself to have yet laid hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and pressing toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. Okay. So again, forgetting the past, you know, and, and every time that you feel like you're not worthy or you know what? Get rid of all of that. Or the devil starts lying to you about things in your past. You know, you can't ever be this because of that. Lie, right? Lie. You know something? There was a time that all of us were lost. I believe that. 
you know, unless you have known Jesus from the time, you know, you were born. No, we were all born with sin nature and we all needed to come to a place where we wanted Christ. Okay, so 2 Timothy 4, 7, Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Think about that. I finished the, I finished the race. What was the race? He was saying he finished what he was called to do, his assignment. He kept the faith throughout it all. Think about it. You know, sometimes I think about the Apostle Paul, how he was beaten, left or dead. Oh my gosh, he took his calling very seriously. You know, what the, his assignment, what God told him that he needed to do. He took it seriously. He staked his life on it. And he never, you know... You know, I was going to say he never wavered. I'm sure that there were times where, but he was in constant communication with the Lord. And we can do the same thing because we have the Holy Spirit, right? Christ in you is the Holy Spirit in you. Okay, so well, I want to give you one more scripture and then we're going to talk a little bit. Okay, Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off every encumbrance or every hindrance and that and the sin right every, let us throw off every weight every hindrance anything that would try to stand in the way of you fulfilling your assignment right and the sin that so easily entangles it's easy to get tangled up in sin it's you know satan is subtle we know that he's crafty temptation right then you start entertaining it you start thinking about it pondering it Next thing you know, you're in it. No, we have to run from that, right? It says, let us throw off every encumbrance and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with endurance the race that is set before you. So when you think about your race, think about loving God and loving people and what is your purpose? What, you know, now some people, you might be thinking, well, I don't really know what my purpose is. Maybe you don't know what your what your purpose is, right? Listen, if you love God and you love people, I'm telling you right now, and that's how you live your life, you're going to walk right into your purpose. Start paying attention to what is it that you're passionate about. What is it that you feel like you have to be a solution for that would help others, right? That's that's most likely what you're, what you're called to do. But you can get with the Lord and talk with him ask him because you know just like the lord spoke to moses the lord spoke to um spoke to noah told him to build the ark right we have the holy spirit the holy spirit spoke to paul he spoke to the other you know disciples he speaks to you and me today but it's up to us to go to him right let's just go to him and and when i say go to him just talk to him he's already in you if christ is your lord right the Holy Spirit came in, according to Galatians 4, 6. God sealed you with his promise, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so running your own race, what does that look like? I said this before, but it depends. It's going to, it can, it's going to look different for everybody because we all have a different assignment, right? That's why you never, ever want to compare yourself to anyone. It's not wise, right? Never, because you have your own race. You have your own assignment from the Lord. And I'm telling you, 
you know, social media is full of, you know, so many people trying to, and you see a lot of the same types of things, even, you know what, ministers, ministry, right? We're, we're out there, we're, you know, and, and so many of us are just putting out the truth of God's word. This is beautiful. We may have similar assignments, but don't look at anybody else. Run your own race. I'm not, you know, there could be people that you admire or people that maybe you want to model or learn from. That's okay. But make sure that whatever you do, you're doing it as unto the Lord. You're not trying to be like someone else. You are you. God made you beautifully and with your own set of, you know, uniqueness and talents and giftings and personality, right? You're going to affect people that I may never reach, right? You have a sphere of influence. And I'm telling you, if you love God and you love people, you have friends and you're a good friend to have. I'm telling you right now, you know, I have met some of the most amazing people through this Facebook page, through doing these Facebook lives. And you know who you are. You know, I could just say two people that just stand out to me immediately, Sherry, you know, and Angela. And my gosh, there are so many of you. I, honestly, you know, there's Liz and Stephanie and oh my gosh, there's so many of you. And, but I have met some of the most amazing people. And you know something? I love it when I get emails from people saying that they're learning and they are, you know, sharing the things that they're learning with their sphere of influence. I don't, you don't have to give me the credit. You don't have to say, I learned this from Lisa Boldo. Whatever. I'm speaking the word of God, the word of truth. You just speak truth, right? I get it from somewhere. Where am I getting it from? The word of God, right? But I... I'm I'm speaking it to you based on, you know, um, you know, my own personality and you know, just the way that God has me to express things, right? I'm trying to <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at just a couple of the comments. Oh, someone said that's how we feel about you. Let me tell you something. John, how are you? Maynard, Rhonda. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. Anyway, um but you have, again, your own sphere of influence. You have your own race to run. Every single day that you wake up, you have people that are going to be put in front of you that you can help, that you can, um, you know, speak the, the truth of God's word to. You're always going to run into people who are sick, who need healing. I'm telling you, what did Jesus say? And I'm, I have been just seeking him and seeking him and, and seeking the word and listening to the words of Jesus. And I'm like, man, he made it so simple. He said, whoever needs it, just give it to them. Just give it to them. Give them healing freely. You've received freely give if the Holy Spirit. And we, we just always are trying to reason it, but this, but that, the words, but, but no, just be healed in Jesus name. Just, he said, I'm telling you, go and read the great commission. Go and read Mark 16 and 18. Jesus said, all authority in heaven has been given to him. He turned around and gave it to you and me. We have you. We have authority over all the power of the devil. All of it. What is it that makes us think that maybe we don't when we see things with our natural eyes, right? It's, it's, it's not true. It's just not true. So anyway, and I'm not yelling at you. Just very, very passionate about this. Okay. So I was talking about loving God, loving people. 
Jesus said, these are the two great commandments and all of the others, all the other commandments and the law and the prophets hang on those two, loving God and loving people, right? And if you, if you really love God, it's because you understand how much he really loves you. You know, we love him because he first loved us. How do we know that? Because Jesus did it all. He paid with his life, with his blood, and shed every ounce of blood for you and me. That's a God who loves us. And God the Father thought that that the death of his son was, that your life and my life was worth the death of his only son, right? And praise God for Jesus because, man, he is my hero. He is my everything. He did it for me. He did it for you. He did it for the entire world. And we have to help the world to understand how good he is and how much he loves them, right? He wants, he doesn't want anybody to be lost. He wants everybody to be saved. So we, I'm telling you, he said, right? The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And we need to be those laborers that go out and listen you know, the internet is such an awesome platform to reach the multitudes. And I know that many of you watching right now, you've got messages inside of you. And you just, I don't know why I'm going in this other direction, but it's, listen, I let the Holy Spirit take over. And I'm telling you by the Spirit of God right now, those of you watching and you know who you are, and even those who will watch the replay later, you know who you are. You have messages inside of you that will help so many jump on a Facebook live, jump on Instagram. And truth be told, I'm still trying to learn Instagram. You know, it doesn't even have that many buttons, but oh my goodness. And you know, and then I see these teenagers, they just do it like it's nothing. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I need help, you know, with it. But anyway, my point is you can get on there, do a live, go on Insta, go on Facebook live, you know, um, wherever you're, 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 you know, the people that you connect with are hanging out. And just listen, a two-minute message, a three-minute message, a 60-second message, whatever God puts in your heart, just start. It could be a scripture verse of the day. Just do it. Hey, I just want to jump on here and encourage you today. You know, this is the scripture verse for today. John 14, 12. You know, Jesus said, verily, verily, I'm just giving you an example. Verily, verily, I say unto you, those who believe will do the same works that I do and greater because I go to be with my Father. So I just wanted to encourage you with that today. You, God wants you to do the greater works. So, and if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I'm just giving you a for instance, okay? You can do this. And I challenge each and every one of you out there who has a message inside of you that you want to get out there Get on there and do a live this week. Let me know that you did it. Oh my gosh, I will just be so proud because God wants all of us to minister. Well, you don't need a pulpit and you need to be outside of the church anyway, right? So this is what, and listen, it's great to be in the church too. Don't get me wrong, but God wants his message, you know, preached to the ends of the earth. People need to know how much God loves them. And you need to be the one to tell them, no matter what they've done, no matter where they've come from, you can tell them if they will turn their heart to God today, 
He will heal them. He'll forgive them. He'll cleanse them and he'll help them to start over brand new. And if someone is watching right now, maybe that message is for you. God loves you and he is ready. And if you will just turn to him and say, Lord, I am sorry. Forgive me. Wash me clean and make me new. He will. He will. Jesus said, anyone who calls on me, I will in no way cast out. So off my notes, but that was for someone today. And I need to take a little drink. I talk a lot. Throat <clears throat> gets dry. So in running your own race, think about relationships, right? Think about relationships. Ephesians 6.12, remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, okay? So if you want healthy relationships, right, forgive. Forgive quickly. Forgive quickly. Don't fight with people. I remember the Lord told me a while back, never raise your voice to people. Only raise your voice to the devil. Mm, that's the truth. Forgive quickly and forgive yourself as well. Listen, Oh, you know, I, do you know what I was about to say? I was about to say none of us are saints, but the Bible says we are. If Christ is our Lord, we are saints. But what I'm trying to say is not all of us are perfect. And sometimes things that happen are our fault. We need to be quick to ask the Lord to forgive us and ask whoever we might have hurt. And just say, listen, I was wrong. I am so sorry. You know, forgive me. Right? Humble yourself. Under the mighty hand of God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. If the devil is badgering you, it's because you haven't resisted him. If you, if you write, submit yourself to God, you resist the devil, submit yourself to God, do it his way, humble yourself, use your words of authority, repent, forgive, don't give the enemy anything to hold against you. Because if he has legal access to hold something against you, then you're giving him permission to operate in your life. The enemy has to work by legalities, okay? There's got to be, some, you know, Jesus said in John 14, 30 and 31 in the Amplified, he said that the enemy had no power over him because there was nothing that the enemy could hold against him. Nothing. We need to make sure we are clean before the Lord, okay? Again, repent. Start fresh. Lord, forgive me for anything, you know, that, that, that I've done. Forgive me for any agreement with the enemy in any way. Wash me clean by the blood of Jesus. And Lord, help me to just start new right now. And then command. If something is attacking your body, you command it to go now in Jesus' name. And you know what? Boom. It has to go. It has to go. And then just know that it's done. Jesus said, when you pray, believe that you are received, right? When you speak, don't doubt the words that you speak, but believe the words that you speak. You'll have what you say. Praise God. Mm, okay. So Jesus says to do good to your enemies, right? And your enemies could just be people that just don't like you for whatever reason. Not your problem, theirs, right? Do good to those. Do good to them anyway. You could go into work and you're just like, how you doing? And a coworker's like, don't get offended. Offense is a trap. Don't get offended. Just be like, guess we're having a bad day. Go about your business, right? Just 
let it go let let stuff roll off of you like water off of a duck's back i know easier said than done sometimes but i'm telling you if you practice christ consciousness christ in you christ in you i said this last week almost like you know if a woman if a woman is carrying a baby inside of her you know that you're never alone if a guy has an idea that he's been percolating on right it's an idea that's in you right it's in you it's with you <laughs> i'm just saying christ in you in you be conscious of christ in you and there is nothing that you won't be able to do and you'll know that you're never alone that was last week's message but if you didn't see it you might want to go back and, and check it out it was powerful so jesus said do good to your enemies right so, and maybe by not fighting back with someone, they will feel convicted. Do you know that your presence, you know, we're the righteousness of God. So your presence alone can actually convict someone of sin or their wrongness. And it can cause them to be good to you and to turn and to actually be nice to you. Right? Keep praising the Lord. If somebody is persecuting you or mistreating you, listen, no one likes persecution. It's rough. It's hard. Just zip your lip. Just zip your lip. No need to argue. If someone doesn't believe the way you do, just pray that God would open the eyes of their understanding. Don't fight. Don't argue. Just go about your business, okay? And keep, live before an audience of one, right? The Lord. You aim to please your father in heaven. That's what Jesus, you know, wanted to do. And that's that was his, his whole purpose was to please the father. Let's please Jesus and in turn glorifying the father. Mm. Praise God. Okay, so in relationships, you know, we just, just briefly talked about loving people. Okay, let's talk about health for a moment. My gosh, we're almost out of time. What does it mean to run your own race? So here's the thing. At the end of the day, you may need to change some things nutritionally. You may need to get more sleep or more rest. But here's the deal. Make sure that you are, that you have peace. Above all, go after peace with everything you've got because then again, you could be doing everything right nutritionally. You could be doing the right stuff, exercising, but you're, you're, you're in conflict in relationships. There's no peace there. If you don't have peace, you're not going to sleep well. And I'm telling you, pre peace comes from the Prince of Peace, which is Jesus, right? So stress, or, or I was about to say, what's the opposite of peace? Stress, right? Stress is no good. We know that it affects the mind and the body negatively. Stress is no good. Now, all of us have a certain number of you know stresses that we deal with every day, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about stress where you feel like you don't have control over it. And I'm telling you right now, that is that spirit of anxiety. There may be things that you need to repent for or partnering with fear. And you need to, I'm, I'm telling you, watch the, the YouTube video that I did on casting your care. Because I'm, I'm telling you, if you partner with fear, again, Satan works by legalities. You are having confidence in him, not in the Lord. You are trusting in the devil's way of doing something rather than the word of God. And if you partner with fear, you're giving the enemy legal access 
to wreak havoc on your life and that's not good. So you need to nip that. Maybe you need to repent for it. If you're being plagued with some kind of sickness or illness, I am telling you right now, you can come against that immediately. And I just touched on that earlier. So if you need to rewind this, watch that again. You don't need to be sick. You don't need to suffer. And you just need to take your authority. And if you haven't gotten yet the seven scriptures on how to receive your healing and stand on that healing, go to my website at lisaboldo.com and put your name and your email address in the boxes. I have gotten so many emails from people about how this completely changed everything for them. Please do it. It's free. There's no cost to you, you know, and accept your help, right? You want to do this for yourself. Okay. So we want to get rid of stress. Go after peace with everything you've got. Isaiah 26, three says that if you keep your mind fixed, stayed on the Lord, he will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed on him because you trust him. Mm. When you trust the Lord, you have peace. This is how you know you don't have peace. You're not trusting the Lord. And if you're not trusting the Lord, ask yourself why. What is going on that you're not trusting him because you need to repent for not trusting him. Tell God you're sorry. Listen, he is the king of the universe. He created you. And you and he's given you authority over all the power of the devil, over all the power of sin, sickness, disease, all of it. But it's up to you to use the authority that he gave you. Jesus already paid the price for you, but he said, you go do it. You have to do it. Use the authority that I've given you. And when you do his power in you, bam, that thing will be taken care of. Praise God. Praise God. Hmm. Finances. Let's talk about finances for two minutes, right? Luke 9, 25. What does a prophet, a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his own soul, right? We know that everyone on this earth is going to leave this earth, right? At some point, store up treasure for yourself in heaven, okay? It's fine to have money. Just don't let money have you. Money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And a lot of people put the love of money before God. And you will have, God said, you should have, you shall have no other gods before me. Don't make money your God. Make God your God and use money as a tool to be a blessing, right? Jesus constantly said, give to the poor, give to the poor. And I just want to give you a couple of, um, a couple of um, scriptures here. Proverbs 19, 17, if you help the poor, you're lending to the Lord mm, and he will repay you. My gosh, Matthew 25, 40. And the king will reply, truly, I tell you, whoever you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. Wow. Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, right? Will be poured into your lap. This is truth. This is scripture. When you can't even outgive God. Now, if you don't, listen, I'm not, you don't have to give like a lot of money. Maybe you give your time. Whatever you sow, you reap. Whatever. Each fruit produces after its own kind. If you sow money, it's a spiritual law. God will give you money. You know, but, but look at the motives of the heart. Your heart needs to be pure. You need to give. God loves a cheerful giver. You give because you want to bless 
people. And it's just a spiritual law that whatever you sow, you reap, good or bad. So remember that, okay? Um, Hebrews 6.10, For God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown for his name as you have ministered to the saints and continue to do so. I felt like that one was for me. Praise God. And I'm sure it's for a lot of you too. 2 Corinthians 9.6, remember this. <laughs> I just said this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Listen, that is not some kind of manipulation. That is scripture, right? And it doesn't mean, listen, remember the widow with the two mites? Jesus said she gave more than anyone because it was her livelihood. It was everything she had, right? But he said everybody else gave out of their abundance. My point is we want to make sure that we're blessing people in need, the poor. Jesus was always like, give to the poor, give to the poor. It's just very important, um, you know, to always be a blessing. And the last thing I want to say, we literally have a minute left. And I said this at the beginning of this message is don't compare yourself to anyone. You've got to run your own race. Your assignment is different from anybody else's. It may be similar, but it's different. So make sure that you clear out the noise of the world and focus on your assignment. Don't let social media dictate how you feel about yourself, okay? Because I know that, you know, have a lot of hearts going on there because, listen, I'm telling you right now, there are people out there that are great marketers and maybe they're not even doing a whole lot for the kingdom, but, and then there's people out there that, you know, that are, that, and, and, you know, that it's wonderful. It doesn't matter. As long as you are doing your best every day, that's what matters. Because guess what? At the end of the day, what matters is what, what the Lord thinks of you, not what people think. Promotion comes from the Lord. So with that, um, I just want to read one scripture. Galatians 6, 4, and 5 says, each of you must examine your own actions. Then you can be proud of your own accomplishments without comparing yourself to others. Assume your own responsibility. Okay, this is so important. And so we are completely out of time. I really pray that this message was a blessing to you tonight. Make sure that you comment. Let me know what spoke to you and um, you know maybe what, what else you wanna know more about. And if this um, was a blessing to you tonight, make sure that you share this message on social media, share it everywhere you can, and let's advance God's kingdom together. I love you, I'm praying for you, and I bless you in Jesus' name, and I'll see you next time. All right.